Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. So I want to talk about presence this week, as in the kind of connective parenting version of presence, not as in the things we're all worrying about how many of we're going to buy in time for Christmas. Uh, so we're thinking about presence, not presence. Now I know that I talk about presence an awful lot with families we talk about connection we talk about the importance of it the value of it how we can do it how we do it differently whether you've got a five-year-old or a 15-year-old what it is we're trying to achieve from it and all of those things and I do think that it's an incredibly powerful way of really building a relationship with someone with helping them to feel safe with helping them to feel loved with helping them to feel cared for doesn't mean it's always easy to do but I do think it's incredibly important and for me very much the central pillar of the connective parenting MVR approach I want to really talk about it today because over the last week or so I've had a couple of really powerful experiences that have got me really reflecting on the power of presence again really and thinking kind of yeah it's value in life Um, not just in the parent-child relationship actually but in all of our relationships in life whether that with family members friends even colleagues at work and I kind of thought I'd share those now and particularly in the run-up to Christmas when life is getting very busy we're trying to organize 101 things we're thinking about actual presence with a t on the end um you know and all of that stuff I just wanted to share this because it can be so easy to lose sight of those things that are important if you uh, are in the Connected Parenting Hub or actually if you get my emails you may have read that last week I was at a family funeral and one of the things I kind of really resonated with me and I reflected on after the funeral other than the you know the kind of the, the sadness and that those kind of emotions was really how present um this person had been in everybody's life they'd made a real effort to be there to always reach out to say I'm here to find the time for that person when they needed them to stay connected to yeah to make that effort to make the phone call to to do all of those things that when we were remembering them they were the things at the top of the list it wasn't wow they had an amazing job or they had so much money in this huge big house um or they always, you know, whatever it was, they were amazing at languages or I don't know, whatever. And of course, those things are, you know, <laughs> yes, arguably they're materialistic, but they're also really important. You know, you might be an amazing linguist. You might be a scientist who's, I don't know, created some brand new thing or whatever it is, an amazing poet. That's obviously hugely important and something to be celebrated. But the thing that really resonated for me was the presence that particularly what her grandchildren remembered was her always being there and what other family remembered is that she was always there and her friends and I think that just really got me thinking about how often are we there for other people and I'm not saying not putting ourselves first sometimes and saying actually I need some time out I need you know I need a bit of space for me 
but just being there, connecting, being present, putting time into spending time with other people. It can be so easy to be so busy in our lives that we don't have that time. And I think that's really normal. But this power of presence just really, really resonated with me. And this last week or so, I've had a couple of conversations with some parents I'm supporting who two separate parenting family or two separate parents sets of parents I'm supporting. And we've been talking about presence through our sessions. And in one situation with one family, they have seen such a difference. Actually, both of them have seen such a difference just in two or three weeks of a looking after themselves. So really connecting with their own um, internal selves, having being present with themselves, giving themselves some space to think and connect and just be. But also really upping the presence with their children. And it is easy to be very, very busy as a parent. And also, let's be honest, if we are struggling with our child's behaviour, sometimes actually stepping back and possibly even avoiding that child, not like all the time, but just having that sense of, oh, God, I don't want to spend too much time with them because it feels uncomfortable or it's hard work or whatever. I think many of us, if we were honest, have done that at some point in our parenting lives. I'm not saying everybody and I'm not saying it's intentional, but I think a, a natural a protection mechanism we step back and that is where when we raise our presence when we say actually no I'm not going to do that right now I'm going to spend some time with my child or I'm not going to agree to I don't know uh, help at the Christmas fair because I'm going to spend more time with my child that day or I'm not going to agree to do x y and z because I'm going to put that afternoon out to spend with my child or whatever it is and even if it's 10 minutes you know it's not necessarily about whole periods of time but these families have really noticed a big difference. Now, of course, it's not the be all and end all. It's not going to solve every problem you have. It's not going to um, magically heal your child from the trauma they've experienced or anything like that. But it's, it is going to help. It is going to help them feel loved. It is going to help them feel more connected. It is going to help with their attachment needs. It is going to help their connection with their siblings. It's going to help them maybe not need so much of your time because they know they've got it at other times. They might not need to be quite so, hello, I'm here with the whole family in that kind of, you know, just making sure nobody forgets I'm here kind of way because they know they're going to get some of your time every day. They know they're going to get your attention. And so if we can choose to spend our time differently across the week, and I say that very carefully, because personally for me, I do believe at times it is a choice. We make a choice whether to spend time with our children or whether to be too busy to spend time with our children. Now, I'm also aware that there will be some parents listening to this going, are you kidding me, Sarah? I'm so busy. I've got two jobs and four kids and this and that and my husband and ferrying them everywhere. And it's really, really hard. Of course it is. I, you know, I don't understand it because I don't have four children. Um, it's not that I don't understand it, that's wrong. I do understand it, but I don't live it, if that makes sense. But sometimes it's finding those two or three minutes 
that we connect with them. It's not necessarily about long periods of time. It might just be those two or three minutes. It might just be that time when we're driving them somewhere and paying taxi. Um, you know, when we chat to them, it might be that time when we're just, I don't know, giving them a drink, getting their dinner out, whatever it is. Those few minutes when we connect are so, so powerful. Those are the things that we remember. And that was just my reflections from the last week. Um, and I do know how hard it is when we're really busy as parents. Um, I know as a single parent working full time that without a doubt, there have been times when I haven't given my son as much time as I should have done. And sometimes when I look back, that probably was a, a, a subconscious active choice. Certainly wasn't intentional, but it was a way of coping in that moment. Um, and now I'm trying to be really aware of actively giving him as much of my time as I can do without, you know, not getting any time to me and within the, the realms of being a working parent. But I think as we come up to this time of year, particularly as we come up to Christmas, when there's lots of talk about how many presents are we going to buy and I want this and Christmas lists are getting written or shall I say Amazon wish lists are getting created, uh, whichever way your child does it it can be very easy to focus on those material things. And of course they have a value and I'm not saying we shouldn't be buying presents for people. You know, that in itself is a, is a lovely thing to get a gift that someone's really thought about for you and is really personalised to you. That's It's so lovely, it's beautiful. But that doesn't negate presents. And one of the things I realised last year actually at Christmas when we didn't have that presence with family is the power of it. Whether that is going... Actually, just being a family at home made Christmas so much easier because we could be really present with our kids and it was less stressful and it was really, really nice. Or whether it was actually we really, really miss being with family. We miss that presence of, you know, having a big family on Christmas Day and, you know, getting all together and, and that kind of stuff. So what am I saying? I think it is around the presence and just giving ourselves the space to be present with ourselves to give ourselves the space to reflect on am I being as present with my children as I could be? Am I making a conscious or subconscious choice not to be as present as I could be? And that's okay as well. But being aware of that choice is, I think, really important. You know, you might think I just can't sit down and watch any more Peppa Pig or play any more Lego. And that's absolutely okay. But let's make that a conscious choice rather than a subconscious choice. And where we can, let's find ways that we can raise our presence with our child in a way that works for them and works for us. Because I know as a parent, I see the benefit in doing that. I see that the how well that helps. And from the many, many parents I work with, they also see the benefit of presence. And if that is our central pillar of connected parenting NVR, that's where we need to be focusing on. And we all want to be present with our kids. We all want to be there. And being present does sometimes mean actually getting them the external help that they need or taking some time away from them. Actually being present enough in ourselves to know, do you know what, I need to step back right now. I need to give them a bit more space. You know, they're a teenager and they need more space or I'm really cross. I need to give them a bit of space or I can see they're struggling right now and I'm not the right person to help them. Whatever it is, really thinking about that and focusing on that is hugely important. 
So my takeaway from today's podcast, which may be a total load of waffle, who knows? I hope not, <laughs> um, is really that idea of presence. Not presence with a T, presence with a C-E at the end and really being present with our children as much as we can, but also being present with our partners, with our family, with our friends, living very much in the moment and giving ourselves a space to do that so that we don't feel totally overwhelmed with life and we can be there for the people that matter the most to us when they need us and when they don't need us. So that is all today. I hope that reflection was useful. Um, and yeah, just gives you some ideas, some things to think about um, and to reflect on. And I will see you again next week uh, for another episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting.